When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We got a lot to do, folks. Day seven, 12 working days of Christmas. Day seven. Uh, so uh, gift number seven might as well go to you, but it's not going to happen if you're not if you're not paying attention. You got to find some way to get to the live show. Uh, so that's going to happen today. Another Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. think you'll find it fascinating. We'll talk about that on the program today. We say goodbye to Blazing Silverman. We send intern Blazing Silverman out into the world, flapping his wings, toting a degree in common sense, which is now a superpower. So uh, we'll say goodbye to him today, too. Uh, we have uh, uh, the uh, uh, elite great eight. Uh, today it will be the terrific ten, uh, as we have an old friend from Rick and Bubba history, uh, dropping by with his wife. Is she coming with me today? And, uh, and, and we may uh, be able to reminisce with him a little bit because he's got some funny Rick and Bubba stories from the last, you know, 28 years we've been doing this. So, so anyway, uh, he'll, uh, he, he, he was with us for the first uh, three or four. So, so we'll, we'll talk about that uh, maybe today, but he'll be here today for sure. Your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG will be part of the program today. Uh, as well so let's uh we got speedy the real greg burgess helmsy they did the kickoff hour that's behind us catch that in the archives today if you don't get it live eddie van adler has settled in he's ready to go with all the youtube options and there sits the silver tongue one the man with a golden voice professional lunch eaters man of the year the inventor of pizza and a cup shakespeare's worst nightmare and the master of the king's english ladies and gentlemen put your hands together for bill bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome to Rick and Bubba. And it's a white trash Christmas. Sing it, blazing. We got seven cats. Please underneath the artificial tree. Go! Walmart certificate in my stocking. Mama's always queen of one-stop shopping. Bacon, eggs, and beer for Santa. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Hey, a little white trash Christmas for you. Hey. He always knows he is on my sister's shoulder. But when her cousin comes over, he likes to hold her. She best get in the kitchen just like I told her. It's a white trash. 
Let's we go. We got turkey and spam, beans and yams. Papa's having flashbacks to Vietnam. Yep. Grab the kids, go run and hide. Take shelter underneath the double wide. And beer Santa, God bless us, everyone. Thank you. God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas. Mama spent the last of her welfare check to buy Granddad Cigarettes. It'll make his best Christmas yet. It's a white trash Christmas. Alright. The dog went and took another dump on the floor. Mama's making up a fresh batch of s'mores. Daddy got drunk and hit his head on the door. It's a white trash Christmas. In the comic strips, Goodwill shirts and deodorant, yeah. Fresh beef jerky and a six and Miller light. We'll be having us a party on Christmas night. Let's go. Bacon, eggs, and beer. Santa God bless us, everyone. Bacon, yeah. eggs, and beer. Santa God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Boy, that hits close yeah. to home, doesn't it? A little tribute oh, to God. my family there. <laughs> nah, it's, uh, I, I literally told you all a story just a couple weeks ago where Sherry said, uh, I'll cook us some deer if you'll go out and kill us one. I mean, literally <laughs> I mean that, that happened. Well, you just, told that story like a week ago. I just, I just did that. <laughs> uh, so uh, a lot lot in there hits, uh, hits awful close to home. Really singing along with it, and I know it really is focused on white people, so you're probably okay. But there's a lot in there that I thought to myself, this, this, we may be singing a song that's been canceled by the, by, by society, uh, our, our, our culture. Well, you can cancel it all you want, right. but it, yeah. hey, it exists. Yeah. That world exists, my friend. It, it still does. There was a time that you could make a joke about how your cousin's kind of likes the other cousin. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, I know you've never had that situation in your family. So. Adoption is a different thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Adoption yeah, is agree. a different thing. You I brought agree. this up. I did. That's uh, right. So yeah, I agree. She was adopted. <laughs> All right. So. so that, <laughs> that, that line and that joke. Has lasted the test of time. It has. It, 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 that one's been you're here. You're talking for... about 28 years. That's been here. It's going on 28 oh, years. What a good one. How about we got big news as the show starts? Okay. Uh, we were all copied on some tweets, and people are sending me notes that the new Best of CD oh, yeah. is on iTunes, yeah. and people are downloading it right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one of my big announcements to get started. You're right, Speedy. Uh, so, uh, you know, we when it gets to this, this stage of a CD every year, we, we're totally helpless. Uh, but it, it appears that we were told by the uh, the folks at 30 Tigers, which is a, an independent um, publisher uh, that's part of Sony, I think, isn't it, Bubba? But yes. Anyway, they uh, we're one of their clients, which is great, and uh, we've 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 learned this whole digital world over the years. And I told Bubba today in his office, I said, I think this is the first year ever. Yeah. That uh, that this process has run as smooth as yep. it has run, mm-hmm. and that is the hard copy came out a few weeks ago. They're still there, and uh, if you if you prefer to get it out of all these digital platforms, Helmsley put in show notes for several days. Go ahead and pre-save it or pre-order it. Uh, and today, as you said, all over the country and even around the world, mm-hmm. people are saying, "Hey, it's there." It's there, and I and I, I I did the pre-save, so I've already got it. Yeah, I did the pre-order, I've already got it. Yep. So, uh, where's the bathroom is available on all the different platforms today. 
Do you call that the digital world? What do you call it? Digital platform. Digital platforms. You saying where's the bathroom? Like real serious? Oh yeah. Where's the bathroom? Available now. There it is. And 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 I like how some of you caught on the cover. We always have a little fun. Put some little things there that you have to know the show to recognize. Uh, the fact that uh, one uh, Bub and I in in those two stalls, one of us has red shoes on. Yeah, yeah that's a little little, <laughs> little tribute to the red shoes guy. Well, we we got a lot to cover lots. today. Uh, we got to tell you about a real high tech fun podcast that'll be available this Boy. weekend. Mm. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw this, but Kristen Cinema, the uh, Democratic senator from Arizona has resigned from the Democratic caucus and will now be an independent. Really? Didn't know that. Carrying the Democrats' number back to 50, not 51. How about that? Uh, how this will affect how the Senate does business is still a little gray. We'll see. Now, she was the one with Joe Manchin that was always giving mm-hmm. them fits anyway. So she said she hasn't changed positions on anything, but she is going to vote her conscience, and a lot of times that is against higher taxes. She still supports what some people would call gun control, she calls gun safety, yep. um, and uh, she supports non-traditional marriage. But when it comes to dollars and cents, she's rather conservative. So she's independent. We'll have to see how that plays out and a whole lot more. Well, a lot of it yesterday, this stuff that we're finding out about Twitter, which you can only assume Man. would apply to other social media platforms oh, too it's unbelievable. almost it's like watching perry mason and all the evidence came in yep uh we'll be right back rick and bubba rick and bubba all right so let's talk about we were just speaking of of how right now our our country is treated like uh, we don't know how to cut a deal anymore um and and that's hurting the economy the this administration is driving our economy into the ground and and no matter how many times they tell us that's not happening I mean, it is, uh, but uh, and there may be there may not be a whole lot you can do about it as far as you know. How can I change the Biden administration? Well, we had the midterm elections. We did a little bit, but but I don't think any of us think it's going to be enough. It wasn't the sweeping uh, red wave we had hoped. So now you better concentrate on your individual finances and how can you protect yourself from them. So one of the ways to do that is with Allegiance Gold and and you know diversifying your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. Now, you could also say, I'd just like to have some delivered securely right to my house. Okay, you can do that too. Uh, their approach is different. They're going to focus on educating and developing a long-term strategy that's going to be right for you, that's going to be right for me. Uh, not what was right for somebody else because I may not work for me. Uh, so if you'd like to get the best offer yet, that's up to $2,500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase, use this URL, protectwithrickbubba.com. Protectwithrickbubba.com, or you can call them, 844-790-9191. Mention the Rick and Bubba Show and have, have access to that same offer. Uh, that's protectwithrickbubba.com. Protectwithrickbubba.com with Allegiance Go. So do you want to get into any of this? Because well, I know, I know Adler said that he had Bon Gino ready to go oh, or, yeah. and all that about Bon, bon Jovi got a new song? What no. do you want to do you want to look uh, just back just for a minute on this uh, uh on the uh Brittany Griner prisoner exchange? You know, we were we were kind of breaking that down yesterday as it happened. I mean, mm-hmm. the more we've learned about this merchant of death guy. Oh my he, goodness. He, look, oh my goodness. I, I just don't think this deal should have took place. Look, I don't want Brittany Griner, I don't want anybody to be held by the Russians, but y- you see what happens when we actually put one of these terrorists 
that is state-sponsored by the mm-hmm. Russians yeah. in jail, they will grab a high-profile American right. for no reason and yeah. put them in jail hoping for a prisoner swap. Yep. Now, they said this prisoner swap was one of the most uh, uh, clunky deals. It wasn't exactly that thing on the bridge, you know, where we've yeah. seen uh, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks, you know, oh, and yeah. all that. Oh, ugly. Um, and uh, I guess that's what we're looking at here now. Yeah, and at one point, you realize that there was, like, on the most wanted list, there was Osama bin Laden and him. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. want to know I mean, who made this, the deal because, so, arms dealer for a basketball player with a little bit of cannabis oil, and you can't even get the other guy added to your swap? No. You still would have been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could at least Let's go listen. give us all the Americans if we're giving well, you the arms dealer. No, he, Not just the basketball yeah, player. Here's Joe Biden explaining that, and uh, let, let's hear his clip well, I bet here. I clear as mud. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. We never forgot about Brittany. We've not forgotten about Paul Whelan, who's been unjustly detained in Russia for years. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. We brought home Trevor Reed when we had a chance earlier this year. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Brittany's. That's not what we're asking, but I'm still holding an arms dealer. That's not what we're asking. Every American is asking, and this is what I want it to be clearly explained. Did you make an effort to say, if we're going to give you the merchant of death, we we must have Brittany Griner and we must have the Marine Paul, what's his name? Whalen. Uh, we must have Paul Whalen. We must have them both or you don't get the merchant of no, death. No, he, he's, did, did, saying, did anybody, he's saying the it, only deal on the table was Brittany for the merchant of death. He's basically saying Russia ran this negotiation. Okay. Yeah, we Russia had to go we had offered. to go along with what they wanted what to I, get Brittany. I back. would even be I would still disagree. Which I think was a bad deal. Yes. I would still disagree, but I would like to hear them say, Well, Russia tried to say it was Brittany or nothing, and what we said, no, we're gonna give you the merchant of death, but we gotta have Paul too. We worked and worked and worked, and yeah. they just would not give us Paul Washer uh, Wallen uh, and and we made the decision that they were never going to give us Paul, so we took Brittany because we didn't want to. We didn't want to end up with nothing. Well, well you know, here, you, we have, explain it like we that, have the yeah. administration basically saying that in two A. Let's let's hear this clip. Okay. Differently, given the nature of the total totally illegitimate charges they have levied against Paul, unfortunately, the choice became to either bring Brittany home or no one. As the president said this morning, he will he will never stop working to secure Paul's release and return home, and he will not give up. On a personal note, Brittany is more than an athlete, more than an Olympian. She is an important role model and inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBTQI plus Americans and women of color. A lot of letters. And she should never have been detained. I think being American by enough. Russia. Yeah. And uh, we are, I am, deeply proud of the work that the president has. See, uh, let's, let me, let's, let's go. Uh, let, let's stay with this. Oh. 2B. Let's hear 2B. Peter Ducey is asking the question that Rick wanted to know. Yeah, and it's a good question, I think. Yeah. In this prisoner swap, why did Russia get such a better deal? Look, you know, I've talked about this. No, it's looking for uh, notes. And I'll say this again. Here were our choices. Our choices was uh, Brittany or no one at all. Bringing home one American or no American at all. And, and that's that. Professional that's, athlete. We gave up a prolific arms dealer who was convicted of trying to kill Americans. 
who was called the Merchant of Death. The professional athlete is also an American citizen. So let's not forget that. Who and deserved American citizens. And so, so and, 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 and I have explained how the Russians have illegally uh, treated, totally illegitimately uh, treated his situation. I've been very clear on that. Uh, we've laid that all. We've laid that out for you. Look, you got you made a bad deal. Yep. The, an international terrorist known as a merchant of death traded for an American who was a basketball player is a bad trade. Yeah. We should have got three or four people for an international terrorist if yeah, we correct. were going to do that. Correct. We never, we never get more than one. I mean, usually we give up a bunch of people for the one person we want back. Terrible negotiating. And, and if the Russians are going to play this game, we need to play it with them. We need to nab a few of Putin's family and trump up some charges and say, okay, look, we'll all play this there game. There you go. If that's mm-hmm. how we're going to do it. And that's the only way you can get these thugs to quit doing that. They understand one thing, and that is boot to the throat. They're not going to be civilized. They're not worried about sanctions because that hurts somebody else. You got to put their neck under the boot, and then you can be and decide who's going to be generous when and where. Sorry, folks, that's the world. See what you've. Done. I know that bothers some of you, but that is the world. They gave up the biggest bargaining chip they had. Yep. Now you're talking about we still going to war. You have nothing to offer to get him back now. No, that's what, right. what else? What, who, what other prisoner do we have that you can negotiate to try to get him swapped? You just gave up the biggest piece you had. Well, and, you that, and, and that in the game, and that's what, and you didn't get enough for it. That's what some journalist needs to force the Biden administration to to answer what Greg just said and what you just said, Bubba. But what we want you to understand, explain to the American people. Now Paul is doomed. Yeah, what you, because, what you got? because what the Russians did is they made you play your ace when it wasn't there wasn't a need to play it. They yet. got your rook card. Yeah. Now you got nothing to play. You got, yep. you, you got nothing. Yeah. And so you're never gonna get him home now. What are you going what are you gonna offer to get him home now? I mean, you had the the guy they wanted the most and you gave it up in the in the first rounds of the game. Uh, I yeah, mean he's a very strong play. And right. it, what it's done is just told the rest of the world how to how to get things done. Sure. The rest of the world. Yeah, and, we're gonna give uh, arms and, and once again, we've instead of discouraging the Russians from these silly trumped-up arrests, we've encouraged them to do more. Mm-hmm. Because now, anytime they need somebody, look, I mean, we can we can go through our court system, charge somebody, due process, we lock them up. The minute that happens, they're gonna nab somebody. Oh yeah. I know the world wouldn't be able to take it, but I'd march the merchant of death out there and say, you give us Paul, you give us Brittany, and whoever else you got, and if you don't do it in the next hour, we're going to shoot him right in the back of the head. world couldn't deal with it. No, they couldn't. No. And it'd probably get Paul killed too, but it might stop it from happening yeah, next but, time. But, well, you know, that's the reason why nobody grabs Israelis anymore. Right. Because, because if you grab an Israeli, they their entire military comes after you and tries to kill everybody they can. And you're going to kill— Not, not you, only you, your family. Yeah, and they bulldoze look, their house. And yeah. you're going to kill their the hostage you have. They got that. But they know that as an Israeli, that if they've been captured, they're willing to give their life for the good of the country. So the country isn't compromised. Right. And, and you know what people do? They quit grabbing Israelis because there's no gain in it. No, it's actually a loss. Yeah, because when your family's uh, house is, is bulldozed down and, and, and they're, they're firing missiles in, into your neighborhood, you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah, really wasn't worth it. But what we, but what we found now is, my goodness, if we can grab somebody you know, that's, uh, that's smoking weed that plays basketball and get the merchant of death, 
For that, yeah. For that. My goodness, let's go grab some more to Bubba's point. And now now also and and stand by for this. And it's funny, I actually saw this being put out yesterday by 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 black people who are conservative. So this is not a bunch of white people saying this. These are black conservatives and they were putting out yesterday stand by for Brittany Grinder to be now made into American hero. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've seen that. And you heard, you heard the press secretary. It's begun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's probably, our, probably pretty much tipped you why it happened that way. Yeah. If you just think about it, she told you why the swap happened. Yeah. And we've got another video clip telling you who the merchant of death is. Oh yeah. Is. If you don't know, you, you need to, you need to really understand what we gave up yesterday. Fourteen minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Fun Zone Friday, we inch ever closer to the big year ender one week from today. One week from today, brand new CD, Where's the Bathroom? Available on all the digital platforms today. It is there. If you pre-saved it or pre-ordered it, you got it. Uh, And uh, also, if you're like me and you have Apple Music, it just says, I want to add this, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, So uh, so it's there, and if you want hard copies, they're at rickandbubba.com under the store. All right, so Bubba, the Merchant of Death um, has uh, gone back to Russia, Russia, uh, and we got Brittany Griner. We left, uh, we left our our Marine uh, there, but we got Brittany. Uh, Brittany is home. Uh, I see that we do have a little something for her saying she's happy to be home. I will say this for those of you that are doing the. I'll tell you one thing: she better stand for the national anthem now. You're totally missing how this is going to be played. Uh, what she's going to do is say if this, she had been white and a man we would have gotten her quicker uh and if she'd been straight uh, of course it's completely the the opposite is true yeah. uh, but anyway so she'll make a big fuss that, that she was mistreated by her country and that we we didn't get her quick enough and all that i, I hate to break that to y'all but that's how that's going to go yeah. uh all right so, so just uh, just so we all know when you're discussing mm-hmm. it in the office today the merchant of death you'll have the full picture of him this is a 60 minutes package that they did some time ago when they did a story about him. And it's about two minutes, but it'll give you the full scope of who he is. Victor Boot, uh, in in my eyes, um, is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. Without a doubt. Mike Braun, the former chief of operations for the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, told us Boot first exploded on the scene in war-torn West Africa in the late 1980s. Elevating bloody conflicts from machetes and single-shot rifles to... AK-47s, not by the thousands, but by the tens of thousands. So he weaponizes civil war in Africa. He transformed these young adolescent warriors into uh, insidious, mindless, maniacally driven killing machines that operated with assembly line efficiencies. Now 43, boot from the Soviet Republic of Tajikistan, is a mystery man who reportedly served in the Soviet Air Force and Intelligence Service. The U.S. has indicted him on four terror-related charges, including conspiracy to kill Americans. What makes him a threat to the United States? He is a shadow facilitator. He's arming not only designated terrorist groups, uh, insurgent groups, but he's also arming very powerful drug trafficking cartels uh, around the globe. Taking advantage of Russian military contacts at the highest levels and the collapse of the Soviet Union, federal prosecutors allege Boot essentially became a one-stop shop. 
offering an unlimited supply of stockpiled Cold War weapons to bad guys around the world, including Charles Taylor of Liberia, who's now on trial for war crimes. According to the U.S. indictment, Boot had a unique selling point when it came to weapons trafficking. A fleet of cargo airplanes capable of transporting weapons and military equipment anytime, anywhere. More than 60 planes in all, his own private air force. Those Russian aircraft uh, were built like flying dump trucks. He could move this stuff and drop it with pinpoint accuracy to any desert, to any jungle, to any other remote place in the world, right into the hands of what I refer to as the potpourri of global scum. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's how we tried it. I didn't know Pat McAfee was on 60 Minutes. I didn't yeah. does, that not look like does anybody think the Merchant of Death is rehabilitated and us sending him back out into the world no, is, I, is no big deal? Let me tell you yeah. what this Given is going to up, mean. Let me tell you what this is going to mean. There will be other Americans and other citizens from around the world killed because this guy's on the loose. So what we you, just you, did... You have traded Brittany Griner for the future people that this guy is going to kill. Right. You just made the world less safe. Yep. Have you guys heard of the movie Lord of War with Nicolas Cage? Yeah, yeah. one Jared of his best Leto? movies. That is who the character is loosely based on. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you're right. I forgot about that. That's who we're talking about. So... Uh, <laughs> Y'all, I, I can't. Well, this this administration, as we have said all along, and it's one of the things, good, bad, and ugly, about President Trump, is President Trump, if he didn't do anything else, he came in and said, we we have got to stop allowing the rest of the world to bully, yeah, the United States of America and keep and stop committing to these these stupid deals that compromise the American people. We, we sh- we Rick, if a, if a U.S. company is going in to negotiate with another company, mm-hmm. they carry experts in negotiating. They carry experts in doing due diligence. They carry experts in forensic accounting to be sure they're buying what they think they're buying. Mm-hmm. And when we deal with some of these foreign countries, we've got uh, the hot, the happy, you know, the hotty duty gang mm-hmm. <laughs> negotiating these things. Some political appointee that that's never done anything more complicated than check out a library book. I'm going to tell you this: I'd be sitting here questioning questioning the the trade, even if it was the Marine. Yeah. I, I would be going, I just don't know that After we need you to realize I, what we're yeah. trading. It's uh, that guy does not get out of jail. I don't ever, think we trade ever. him for anybody. I agree. Yeah. Do, you, do you, do you realize yeah, you're going to come to me a lot? Yeah. Well, it's what, bizarre. what I'm saying is because to our point now, I just think it's better for the world that this guy can no longer do what he yeah. was doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's any deal that, that I go, well, let's put him out. back out into the yeah. world. Yeah. They want to take uh, gun rights away from law abiding citizens in the U S but we release him. Well, the, the world just got more dangerous again. You know, I know it didn't solve all the problems, but we solved him as a problem. Yeah, and yes, but now, but now we've put him back out there. Yeah, and she should come home. She's an American citizen. We should try to get her. But no doubt. But we shouldn't let Russia be our daddy and tell us how it's going to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bad deal. I don't know what else she can say. Once yeah. again. Well, you know, because you keep hearing the press secretary saying it was either th- it was either this deal or no deal, and I would say, well, you should have said no deal. Yeah. But because because I don't I don't think there's any scenario. What we should have said as Americans is we'd love to have brought Brittany home, but they demanded the Merchant of Death be released, and we just can't do that for the good of the world. Yeah. You're mm. us I mean.
And I think people would have said, oh, well, I understand. Now, there would have still been people crying, y'all left Britney, but that's all right. I could go to bed and say, well, let's try another plan to get Britney. Yeah. I mean, the guy, they're, they're holding a pot-smoking basketball player. At some point, they have they would go, well, what good is this to us? <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I mean we don't even have him? a team she can play on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is designed to get a lot of people on. All 10 lines are available, so you can work right now. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program uh, will then be gone. Another person will get an opportunity. No meaningless shout-outs, no shameless plugs, no baby predictions. This is designed for a lot of folks to get an opportunity uh, to get on and say what they want to say, ask what they want to ask, and then move forward. From the manchurch.com this weekend, two manchurches, uh, a mobile tomorrow. Andy Blanks will be there for the men's breakfast. That's their next gathering. They're doing one of our curriculum. This is their second curriculum uh, that they've done. We have three of those. We'll have a fourth coming out in 2023. And you can plug in and get into the small groups if you want to, uh, or you can just come to this gathering and make that decision. Then down around Tampa, Florida, Webster, Florida, Sunday night, this Sunday night, uh, Scott Dawson will be there at First Baptist Church. This is their second man church, and they're going through their first curriculum. So they're about 10 weeks into the curriculum. You can jump right into that too. Uh, Bo gets us started. Bo is in Louisville, Kentucky. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phone to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Bo, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, thank you. Uh, I just want to say hey to all the deer hunters and hope you're having some luck this year. If not, I hope you maybe get out this weekend and have some luck. Well, I, t- I tried to go uh, Tuesday, and uh, I saw two bucks wearing shorts. And I was like, well, uh, this uh, this feels all wrong. Yeah, uh, wow, the conditions. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you – are you going out this weekend? Bo, you going this weekend? I, I have a – yeah, I'm actually an area guide at Fort Knox. I know you guys keep oh, yeah. the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He called before. Yeah, he's, yeah. you called before. Well, enjoy it, Bo. I hope it goes well for you. Uh, let's go to where it all began, 20 – Nine years ago, coming up this January, uh, and I, I don't have a name here, Z93 Porta Potty Story, 30 seconds, go. Yeah, during Thanksgiving, we were sitting around sharing stories, and one was brought up about a guy who dropped his cell phone down in the Porta Potty out in, I think it was Wyoming oh, or so. Yeah, 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 he yeah, dives yeah. down into the Porta Potty no. to fish it out and get stuck. Did y'all? cover that story i, I think we did oh. I, I, I remember that story i think that falls under jack handy and molten lava if i yeah. drop my phone in a porta potty hey yeah. baby she's gone yeah yeah and and, and i have to head on over to the apple store right i start, that. I start yeah. the process of what do i do to get a new phone yeah i yeah. just hope i was backed up yeah, yeah. Ready. you got apple no pun care. intended uh let's go to tucson <laughs> arizona andrew standing by andrew go Hey guys, uh, in my early 20s, I had my identity stolen. I had to get about $5,000 fixed. And then a couple of days afterward, I got a girl's teeth set in the, in the uh, mail, and it was handwritten, label, my whole name on it, and everything. <laughs> I wonder, Helmsy, I wonder if they're just trolling you at this point, because that's what it felt like they were doing to me. Expensive troll. That's well, an expensive, expensive troll. troll. Yeah. They, they actually, because I don't know, I can't remember. Well, what then the other again, they was. cleared the cost, so it really. They cle- like I just went just to make sure that I wasn't thinking. I just logged in to to that bank to make sure they were all cleared and they're gone. And there there were three purchases: a set of golf clubs, which that uh-huh. that could have easily been Braden. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but and then, but the other two items, which one, which is on my front porch right now, giant canopy. Yeah. Hey, by the uh, way, we're looking at emails. A lot of people want your canopy. I'm telling you. Listen, I, I'm not giving the canopy for somebody to experience their Auburn or Alabama tailgate. To take that to the next level. Okay, so y'all can stop emailing. <laughs> but the, the charities charity, are fine. Charities good y'all idea. keep emailing Charity's me. good idea. And when I figure this out, I may, you know. Mm-hmm. I just Helmsy. need one clear email. Need, yeah, for some reason, Speedy's getting a lot of them. Uh, David in Birmingham. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought that I thing, it, That thing come in handy over the tennis I don't court. think Helmsy has a reputation of not returning emails. I understand people emailing Speedy on my behalf, but you, that's strange. Well, they think it's speedy. They think they're just confused. I who think it is. the charities have Speedy's contact. I see. I think that's the problem. This, da- David in Birmingham, go ahead. Pop. Real loud. That one almost. About, uh, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. The, really, the reason it was such a big thing is in the mid mid uh, third quarter they were down sixteen to three, and uh, then they scored, and then uh, they started to their own two yard line with a minute and fifty seconds left. And uh, and he drove them down with no timeouts. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it, was a, it was an exciting yeah. comeback. There you go. Yard drive. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Dennis in Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Dennis, go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba, how you doing? Good. Hey, just real quick on the Brittany thing, I wanted to give you guys another perspective that for all the uh, uh, military veterans, guard, reserve, active duty. You know, we work for the commander to keep uh, and serve that, and we have a credo across the Department of Defense that we never leave a fallen comrade behind. And Bubba's right, this is the worst deal we could ever make. And there's a several million veterans who are Yeah, I, we all agree with you, buddy. Thank you for your service to the country. Charlie and Augusta. Charlie, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, this thing to get Brittany Griner back has to be the biggest trade in WNBA history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, Charlie. Yeah, that is good. bad, but it is good. There's listener good. of the week right now. <laughs> bad, but good. That's a good one. I, I don't know how many points the Merchant of Death averaged a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Samuel in Tennessee. Samuel, go ahead. 30 seconds. Do you want I'm, I'm sorry, Samuel. I couldn't understand you, buddy. Try one more time. You were Ar- Army and Navy to win. Army Navy win. That sounds like one of my grandchildren. How did you hear that? Because so you had great. Because you have to. He wants to know if y'all want the Army or the Navy to win. There it is. Uh, Bubba, I, I speak. Both teams are a winner. The way I look. Bubba at it. wants the Navy to win because of what's going to be on their helmet. Yeah, uh-huh. he's pulling for that. Oh yeah, well, let's, yeah. yeah, I will go with the yeah. the team because I don't I don't have a loyalty there to either team. I usually pull for the one that has hasn't won in a while. Yeah, well, in this case, neither one of them winning a whole lot. Are but, they not? But now one's five and six, and one's well, Navy, four and seven. Navy got pretty good there for a few years, mm-hmm. but but with the NASA uniforms, I, I think I got to go with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and I would probably lean Navy just because I've actually known people who played for Navy. I've never known anyone that played for Auburn, uh, Army. That I remember. Maybe I have. I'm pulling for Army. Uh, let's go to Annette in Oxford. Annette, go ahead. Yes, I was just wondering, Rick, did you ever work for a radio station in Oxford? Mm-hmm, I did. K98. I thought it was WOXR. K98? <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> you remember what years? Uh, yes. Uh, Vaguely. Careful there, Rick. <laughs> yeah, this Careful, is, Rick. This Easy, is prob- Rick. <laughs> probably the biggest challenge I've had in a while. Uh, probably, I think it was 90 to 93. Or at least the end of 92. 93, 94, maybe. 
No, not, not that far. I didn't make it. 94, I was, I was in uh, Gadsden at Q104. You, you left right after 92. Yeah. Afraid where that was. I, so I, probably about the beginning of 93. I went to Q104 in 93, so I was there 90 to 92, maybe a little bit of 89. Whenever it went on the air, I was on K98 the first day they ever went on the air, and I was there for almost three years, I think. You were practicing over on Waxer, wasn't you? Well, now, Waxer, look, let me tell you, if you wanted <laughs> if you wanted to update it on the weather, and that might be outdated, but I got one in there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was WOXR. We called it Waxer. Yeah, they had an AM-FM combo, yeah. and we had to keep Waxer rolling. It was a bunch oh. of reels with beautiful music. But you had to do it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bill Bubba Bussy, the gang's all here. Rick, glad to be here, and joining us this segment is a legend and a, legend. a blast from the past. Well, it's interesting that a woman <laughs> would call in the last segment and try to go way back in, in Rick and Bubba time and asking, you know, what was that station you were at? Were you there before you ended up with Bubba at uh, the station Q104? Uh, which is in Gadsden, Alabama. And um, so it was interesting that we would get a call like that with someone who was coming to the golden ticket seats today, right. uh, bringing his wife. We we remember Robbie McAlpine is just an enthusiastic uh, caller to the show. Caller to begin with. Yeah. And, and we <laughs> felt an obligation, Robbie, if I have this right, we cost you your job, so we felt obligated to get you a job. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay. <laughs> I was wow. a, I was a happy uh, salesman at Parkway Dodge in Birmingham and yeah. and uh, went out with you. I think y'all did a live broadcast mm-hmm. in Birmingham that day. And uh, me and I think uh, the web guy Ryan Ryan yeah uh, went around and did a broadcast and did, I thought it was going to be like an hour hour and a half. And when I got back, you know, uh, it was three o'clock because we went by some studio. Oh, yeah, uh, by Mark ate, ate three or four lunches. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, then we got back. It was yeah. like, hey, I hope you enjoyed that. You're out. Right. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, because like you leaving. You just so we work. we felt bad. We got you fired. Yeah. So then we yeah. got you hired in our sales department in Gadsden. Yeah, which worked out really good because I've yeah. had you know thirty year career in the media business now and own a couple of radio stations myself so you know, you're you're like, you know we uh, say you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> well i'm here to bring you your check that's what <laughs> i came for i mean, well, I, mean look, I mean you're the ted turner vaniana you are yeah uh, you know <laughs> huh? no. out of all 14 people that live there i probably am <laughs> well, no no the other night when <laughs> sherry and i that. when i took the christmas queen to grand marshal the altoona christmas parade oh. at one point we were riding on robbie mcalpine parkway <laughs> right to vaniana <laughs> yeah went over the mountain right there so yeah. what what all do you do up there now well, you know, I still have an auto, you know, I'm an ad agency first. Right. You know, we represent the auto and telecom industry. And then I have a radio station, an AM and two FMs. And uh, one's in Marshall County, one's in Blunt County. And then uh, my wife and I own a vertical real estate company, Towers and things of that nature. So just, you know, spread out. Little, You take a little money from each little business and, and you're ba- able to pay the light bill sometimes. Well, you there go you back go. to this so you think about it. What When we talk I mean, about, talk about that, an entrepreneur, Rick, there's yeah. the American dream. Well, here's right what, there. I mean, you Robbie call me Elon if you want to. I wouldn't be saying Elon. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if yeah, you think, you're one rocket launch away. <laughs> if you think huh. about it, because I want you all to understand, he was called Robbie from Roebuck. Mm-hmm. And all that was, you know, if you've ever listened to radio shows, they have callers that call periodically hey, it's robbie from roebuck yeah. and so we got all stirred up when well, he found out we were out riding around in the fumble bill doing a show on location we go by the car dealership 
and he's excited because you think, hey, I, yeah, I'm on, I call the show. They'll just pick me up and ride me around for a minute, <laughs> and we never brought him back. And then, and then, and then when we brought him back, he got fired. So, yeah, so we felt um, really bad about and, that. But Most we had, employers don't like. It. But a lot of people now, you know, because we've got a few people fired over the years. We have accidentally. We have, and not all of them were we able to get jobs. Right. But but yeah, when you bad about that one. when you look back on that because it, you do have a unique perspective. Because and we talked to Rob Rawson, you know, he used to be the sales manager, and we, we've had him on, you know, the podcast and some of the things that we look back. Those of you that were there in the beginning, which you were, I mean, you were there when when it became mm-hmm. Rick and Bubba, and you were part of those early sales teams. And man, the stories people don't understand how, and I, and I, and I think that young people need to hear this. It, it requires a lot of work. You, you got to be willing to get after it. And and I mean, we we went after it. I mean, every it was super aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite part of it all was, uh, or the my favorite the, the part that I dreaded the most was we were out there just selling. We'd sell anything to anybody, and uh, and we were growing the show. The gr- show was growing on its own, but. We always dreaded coming and asking y'all to do a remote. You know oh, yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah And sure. uh, we'd sell, you know, uh, back in those days, you could, uh, the remotes were, I mean, I don't, I don't think, think you get guys do them anymore, do you? Or do you? I don't know. Um, but no, not, no. If, not if these I, two or not. Yeah, yeah. Speedy, right. Greg, Man, Hams, yeah. they, they all do yeah. them now. But, uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, Contracts are great things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. but honestly, there's a reason because, you know, sometimes things just, they wear you down. Mm. And one time, and, I, and Bubba, tell me if I'm exaggerating. One time, the sales team put together a run that we, we, did, the people. Should we tell them what a remote is? Do y'all know what that is? Go We're out on location. That means you go on location. Yeah. You're broadcasting for there. You're hawking the products. Come see us. Da 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 da. They, I got one next Friday. Hendrick who brought them all. That's it. Eleven to one. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We did nine in six days. Yeah. yeah. Well, no wonder you're tired. Of killed us. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder you're tired. And, of and all, after the ninth <laughs> yeah. one, we went and did pigskin roundup. Yeah, uh, which had us yeah. up at the studio till midnight. Yeah, uh, I was uh, laying in the parking lot, and, and Bubba was laying yeah. in the parking lot, and I thought, well, they've done it. They've they've, they've, killed, ki- they've killed Bubba. Yep. And yeah. uh, but but you know, it was. Um, it, it's not like digging post holes, but it does wear you out. Yeah. And of course, you will always be in Rick and Bubba history and folklore for the famous remote from a, an abandoned field. Yeah, now, was yeah. that your that yeah. was yours, wasn't Yeah, so so I get this call. Yeah, well, I, so gonna, I, I mean, we're in a pasture. Yeah. We can't even get a sale signal. So back in those days, I was the yes. I mean, hey, can we do? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, I have no problem. Robbie was yeah, her son. Target, you asked me way. anything. I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. I figure I had to do it later most of the time. <laughs> and uh, I got this call about hey, you know this beautiful big subdivision and i can't remember where it was in gadston or somewhere it was, somewhere. It was out of town so yeah a, de- a, and, developer, uh, a developer a developer yeah. yeah somewhere and I, and I and i take i said yeah well yeah we'll do it no problem and i put it down on the calendar because you wouldn't book that day it was a saturday beautiful saturday and we pull up there and it's just a field <laughs> And and we and we and we're like, and this can't be it. Paved, the roads wasn't even paved. No, no, it was, no, it was it, like we, a we dirt were, road dirt with, with stobs everywhere. And uh, and we sat out there with a card table, a banner, uh, <laughs> pizza, five pizzas, <laughs> and uh, and a little cooler of coke, and broadcast about this thing that didn't exist. <laughs> right. And it was uh, they were selling lots. Is that selling what it was? lots? Yeah. I mean, and and I'll never forget the yeah. only human being that came. There was a little kid came up. On a bicycle, yep. from right down the street, yep. down the yeah. street, got him a slice of pizza and a coat under his arm, and <laughs> off into the distance. 
And that was the only person. And I think we got so bored during the road at some point, y'all went on a boat ride down the river. Do you remember that? Y'all hopped on a... With, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, what was funny is it, I remember... It wasn't like we were going to miss anybody. Does that right? <laughs> All of you, and of course, Ryan, you mentioned Ryan again. Ryan said these are his favorite shows, is when we get punchy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's so ridiculous yeah. that now that becomes the whole thing we talk about every time we go in the air. <laughs> yeah. And we would do things like this this neighborhood. Now, you can't see it today. Right. But, right. but come here and imagine what it would look like. We got a drawing like. of what it will look like <laughs> one day, like when your kids grow up. And uh, it's going to be wonderful. But mm-hmm. Robbie McAlpine is also in Rick and Bubba folklore for what you just said. We have a term that we use on this show called a yeah yeah. Yeah. And you were the original, yeah, yeah, because that was right. Robbie McAlpine. Yes, you, yes. you could say, you could go up to Robbie McAlpine and say, "Look, we got a budget of about fifteen hundred dollars. Do you think Rick and Bubba could flap their arms and fly over our place?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all oh, over yeah. that. I got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, done. And then you would just try to make yeah. it happen. We yeah. looked at it as, yeah. yeah, yeah. He looked at it as super serving his client. Super serving. Yeah, yeah. 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 Under promise, yeah. over deliver every time. <laughs> right, right. And and, uh, and I think you even you even were the promoter. Did you bring Mister Lucky to? To Anion or yeah, something one time, yeah. yeah. I put together a lot oh, of those shows. Yeah. yeah, and most people don't know the backstory on that, but you know that show almost didn't happen. That's I think right. we finally told you like ten minutes before the show was well, that going was the, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got time for a short story on let's how come that back. happened? No, let's come back. Yeah, let's right, do that. Okay. Uh, we're visiting. We're looking back over Rick and Bubba history. So the, listen to this, Robbie, because you were there. This January, when we come back from this break, will be our 29th birthday. Wow! Can you believe that? That's insane. Yeah, it's great. And but didn't nobody think we'd see that day, did we? (laughs) Us and a Charlie Brown Christmas. Nobody thought it was gonna be successful. (laughs) No. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So as we come back, Robbie McAlpine is our guest. Uh, going Robbie from Roebuck. Going back to Rick and Bubba history, he was Robbie from Roebuck, uh, a caller. Uh, we cost him his job. He, uh, we got, got him a job as a salesperson in the early days of the Rick and Bubba show, and he's recalling some of those memories. So uh, one of the ideas we came up with is that uh, this band that we put together, Mr. Oh, Lucky, boy. from all the band days and stuff, that we would literally put out an album of nine original songs, which were a combination of various bands we'd all been in. And um, and so we released it, and then we wanted to support that by going out and playing concerts. And you decided to bring us to your beloved part of the world. Yeah. Uh, so you were the promoter? You, you, yes. you were the promoter, and, and, and tell everybody what happened. Well, I mean, I don't even know if you know this or how many people know it, but you know, uh, it, we did it at the old McDaniel Gym in Aniana, which now is a great pickleball facility. I play from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. in there oh, every day. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> great pickleball. But anyway, uh, we so uh, the, the, the sound fella, uh, we won't mention his name, but right. the sound fella showed up. Uh, and uh, we go in there, and there's these fuses that that turn. They're not the flip fuses. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. not a really breaker. updated, really right. updated. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, uh, you know, hey, how do we? You know, we're not going to be able to plug these in. We're not going to have power for the show. So we freak out all day long. I mean, this week get there about noon. Y'all show up about six for the show that starts at seven. And um, mm. and anyway, at one point, I think he came to you, Rick, and said, hey, we don't have a show. Yeah. And he and you were like, hey, you better make sure we have a show. We'd sold out the whole place. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, there are at least 18 people there. <laughs> at least. I'll be honest right. with you. Maybe 20. Right. Maybe 20. <laughs> yeah. I had brought in a riser. I'd borrowed a riser oh, from yeah. Walmart so y'all could do your you know, thing into the sky there. <laughs> right. And, uh, and anyway, Golly. what we ended up doing, just to let you know how that happened, is the, the Blunt County Fair was on the other side. Wait a minute. I remember yes. this. I remember and that. this guy 
from the who was the uh, <clears throat> the uh, the carny for the fair and the electrician, <laughs> uh, and uh, he said, if something goes wrong, you don't know me and you haven't talked to me. So he hot wired. <laughs> A black wire and a red wire into that fuse box and then plugged all y'all's stuff in. And he said, everything up there is hot. He said, you know, if anything happens, y'all don't know me and I didn't do this. And he, and he ran it off their generator from, from the fair back there in the back. <laughs> and we were scared the whole time that somebody was going to get electrocuted. Well, he somebody said, did. Well, oh, did they? Yeah, well, one of the microphones... Uh, I remember that walked up to him, popped him. They said, "Man, these, these microphones are funny. They got all kinds of electricity. yeah." So we had to ground it, ground it. Well, well, as Robbie it. mentioned, he only connected two wires, right? Not the ground. Right. Yeah, we only uh, we, we needed that ground <laughs> really bad. Yeah, yeah, right. But we, you, electricians we, everywhere just cringe. Yeah. Well, no. and, and we never can say who that man's name was or the sound man. No, no, but, no. But, but I mean, we, I don't know the carny. Obviously, I mean, we never yeah, saw him right. again. He but didn't you, come back for his wire, but, actually. But that was <laughs> that was that make it happen attitude you had. Well, yeah. The I mean, you got to go be on. willing to put people in death's way, right, <laughs> to make things happen. That's the only way. Well, and you also I remember it was hot in there. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Well, oh, you know yeah. why? Well, it's because they couldn't run. The <laughs> air, they right? couldn't run the AC. So you had to make the transition from listener of the show yeah. to I'm selling the show. I'm here now. Yeah. What, what was that like? Well, I, I'll never forget my first day there, you know, because I'd been a fun time guy. You know, I was yeah, call in and do bits or whatever and, and hang out occasionally at remotes and stuff. But yeah, I'd never been on the payroll. So when I get there, uh, the very first day, I'm like, all right, this is, you know, hey, I want you to do the rhythm. Hey, we'll I'm part of it hey, now. Yeah, 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 I'm big time. Walk in there and I sit down, you know, in the corner of that little small studio we had, and y'all were doing the show, y'all were doing a segment. You're on the van seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and after after that segment's over, Rick leans over and says, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. You know, the hammer's going to get you. Right, yeah. And at that time, get ready to say at, at, get at that time, I thought, oh, he's just kidding. <laughs> and number two, I don't know who the hammer is yet. Right. You know? Yeah. And, Until uh, it hit you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so I just sit there and enjoyed another segment, and the next thing you know, you're like, Hey, you really not supposed to be in here. You got that dad voice on me for a second. You're like, hey, buddy, let me tell you something. You really ain't supposed to be in here. Right. So I walk over to the next office, and that's where I was met, you know, my uh, Rob and Angie kissed my tail strong. She didn't take the, the Marlboro from her mouth when she said it. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that early sales team, but they were yeah, killers. we were rough. That, yeah. that was a rough bunch. We were rough around the edges. <laughs> <laughs> we could hot box and pack some pack of Marlboros like you know, nobody's <laughs> business. Hey, hit that budget though, didn't you? Oh yeah, every time. Yeah, thanks to the the show. We talked about working for the Hammer. He was he was hard to work for. Mm-hmm. He 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 meant business, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know he he would put you in, in in positions. I'll never forget one time. I just walked in. You know, I'd been there maybe six months. And <laughs> as you know, I marched in the band in Alabama, played the tuba there for short period of time i forgot about and that. uh so i didn't really know a whole lot about sports you know what i'm saying yeah and uh, this is why i didn't get to play a lot on the softball team but i struck out you know at regent's field but i mean <laughs> right, yeah. a few people there you got to good. play for a little yeah while. i did i got i got to go to bat a couple of times <laughs> struck out, struck out, struck out, out slow pitch softball. Yeah. i remember that i'm probably the only one that did that ever but i walk in and, and the hammer says uh Hey, Robbie, come in my office for a second. Like, oh, Lord, this was, is where it ends. You oh, know? it was sunny that day. Is it. You yeah, struck yeah, out The weather was time. fine. Yeah, the weather was good. <laughs> and he says, uh, got a proposition for you. And that's been, we had the AM, you know, in the same building. He says, Cotton Mills, it's okay to say his name, I guess. Sure. Yeah, Cotton, Cotton needs a, uh, <laughs> a partner on the, uh, on the sports talk show, Sports Talk Live. And I think you'd be a great candidate. We're going to work out this. And he gave me a great commission rate and 
plus X amount of you know talent fee per show and this that and the other. I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I mean, yeah, I do that easy. Yeah, I'll, yeah. You know, and he said we need to bill about twenty grand a month on the show. I said, shoot, man, I can do that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and we're talking about you know a show on the AM that probably powers down before the show goes on. And, right. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, I went in there and I you know I didn't know Cotton would basically read out of the newspaper and he was a wealth of knowledge anyway yeah and uh and my only, you know i would sit there for hours every day and just my only response to cotton after he would talk for 10 minutes is you know you write about that cotton <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. your line yeah i mean i said Absolutely. that i said that for six eight months till the show got canceled but, <laughs> but i was like you know you write about that cotton you're right you, <laughs> that's right. you could be that's 100 <laughs> that's what i think well look, right there any any situation you put robbie in he he would yeah. adapt yeah. yeah, he he would make it. Became happen. an expert. Yeah, and don't worry about it. I got it handled. So and then you when does he you, do that to you now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did you leave uh, and go off on your own? So I left. Uh, uh, you guys had left uh, the queue and went over to ninety four five, and we had uh, another show out of California syndicated in. Oh, I remember that. And we we hung on to some of our clients at that time uh, until uh, an f bomb was dropped on you know that. On that particular on show. On that show, and they oh, all wow. canceled. And I said, you know, I, I need groceries at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you didn't, yeah, when we went to Birmingham, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't make that transition. No. Well, yeah, I was there in Birmingham. Yeah, but for just, a little bit. But for stay, a little bit. You stayed with the station yeah. that we left. Then I went to the ad Did you sell the pigskin roundup? Did you sell Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there. Was did, did you hear Yeah, yeah. He yeah. still got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. there. Don't worry. I'm still there. My station still do a pigskin roundup. It's good to see you and your wife. Glad you're here, Rob. Good to see you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. We now will say goodbye to the, if I'm not mistaken, is this the only intern that this studio has mm-hmm. ever had? Yes, yes, yeah. right. Yeah, the, That'll do it. The, That's uh, it. The only intern this studio has ever had, the first one ever. He'll always be remembered in Rick and Bubba history. <clears throat> in an upcoming uh, the, the giant game of Rick and Bubba knowledge, you yep. will hear the question: Who was the first intern to ever work at the No Name Studio? That's right. right. And you should you should call in and answer Blazing Silverman. And, and there he uh, is and you with a big correct. smile on his face. He graduates today. He is uh, uh, awkwardly uncomfortable with being interviewed <laughs> on the show. Mm-hmm. He's wants to be a behind the scenes guy in, in the industry. Uh, maybe one day you want to host your own show, though. Uh, you do want to get there. Yes, sir. Now, so. what kind of show you are you wanting to do? Sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, sports. sports. Oh. Speaking of sports, I love, I love TCU. Hey, well, you, you, you uh, love the Horn Frogs. Yeah, so you will have to overcome your uh, your discomfort with being on the air. That's that's going to be problematic. Uh, so so. Uh, I uh, Rick, that's called not, step one. Yeah, right, right. Not quite as talkative as Robbie from Robux. No, no, no he's not. Uh, but what I'm saying, the reason why that's important is that you'll you'll be required to be on the air, and and uh, but but I think, hear me out, because I'm always looking for a way to market uh, the up and, the next up and coming star. Right. Yeah. What if his whole his whole deal 
was the reluctant sports broadcaster. I like Ooh. it. I like the, it. The reluctant, Nobody's doing that. That's right. A lot of sports shows. Welcome, that angle's not it. Welcome to the reluctant sports show host. Instead of the overbearing over the top. Right. Yeah. yeah. Reluctant. Yeah. That and, hadn't been done. And like he'll just barely give the score. And the callers. Well, he's got yeah. some time to fill, though. What are we doing? And then the callers will call. awkward silence. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, yeah. Awkward <laughs> silence is all part of it. Picture this. This is how it would work. Okay. This is how it would work. Um, yep. Hello. You're on the reluctant uh, sports show. Uh, I'm your reluctant host. Blazing Silverman. <laughs> uh, it would let's, be uh, great. Look, look, watch this. Let's 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 go to the phones. Hey, Blazing. Well, you how you think Bama's gonna do? <laughs> I think they'll do quite well. <laughs> Rick, what it is? Not really it's a sure. combination of sports and NPR. Right. Exactly. Hey. exactly. Yeah. I think uh, we got something. What do you think about our offensive coordinator? Good. Good. I'm liking it. I'm telling you, there, there may be a market for that. If you yeah. had a show to do today, what would be your topics? Today. Right today. now? Today. The college football playoff. What's that said again? The college football playoff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he kind of well, looks what? at you. Rick, he could host RNS, the Reluctant Sports Network. I like this. Yep. Well, this needs to be something that we do. This guy right here runs a media empire. Yeah, uh, he's right here. He is. He's got here's your next, right, here he's got is. opening from here's your next star. Right here's your next star right here, Robert. <laughs> By the way, if you went to Robert right now, so you think you make that show? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You, you won't even have to speak. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, don't even worry about talking. <laughs> we get your commission. I bet I can sell twenty grand on that this month. <laughs> yeah. That's where you payment in advance. College football playoffs. Rolling that money off there, mm-hmm. roll big enough to choke a horse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and, and it's his commercials. People, what everybody loves about him is commercials are also short. Yeah, yeah. he's reluctant to even hawk something. He only he only does fifteen <laughs> seconds. Right, <laughs> fifteen of dead air afterwards. <laughs> You'll really like Nikki's last. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, let me give you their phone number and their website. That's all. <laughs> well, Silverman, did you learn anything? Yeah, what did you learn? Anything at all? Learn how to handle the callers. Yeah, well, how about luck that? With that, pal? How'd that go? Uh, very uh, difficult sometimes, especially with the phones. So, it why is. is it is it the difficulty? Are they difficult people, or is it just trying to under under hear these the bad quality of cell phones today? The cell phones really yeah. bad. Yeah, they were. They, they are bad now. What do you they think was up with this Jonas time. character today? What was your what was the big problem with Jonas? He called it third time, but it was at the end of the segment. So <laughs> and he, he was would it, speak to you when you but you did, could hear him. You could actually. It's really bothering Rick. Did he did he say his name was Jonas? Was I getting that wrong? He said his name was Jonas. I asked him twice. But then when I would say, hello, Jonas, you're on the show, he wouldn't speak. Maybe, he, he, wants well, to be, maybe he wants to be your co-host. Silverman, <laughs> the he, reluctant caller. Yeah. Did he, That's it. Did he <laughs> happen to mention he was near a large body of water by chance? I don't think he did. Do you, do you think he could, he could be the reluctant caller to the re- reluctant sports? <laughs> so, he just keeps taking yeah. Jonas to know him. <laughs> we're, we're going back to Jonas. This is a reluctant uh, talk show host. Let's try again to talk to Jonas. To- hello, Jonas. You're on the reluctant sports show. I see, I see you're still reluctant to talk. <laughs> when we come back, we have a call from Jonas. Jonas. Um, Jonas. Heading back to the phones, we'll start with Jonas. Yeah. Now, Silverman, you've done a good job. Yeah, so yeah really you've been like a rock, man. I hate to see him go. Did yeah. you, were you familiar yeah. with the show at all before working here? A little bit. A little bit. So so how much did you know? I mean, I've seen it a few times, listened to it a few times. I'm the grandfather, but yeah. I, before that, I really didn't. Pretty much thought wow. it sucked. Yeah. yeah, he actually wow, reluctant answer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you tell yeah. you what, you're reluctant to even tell us what you learned. <laughs> but yeah. reluctant, let you know if you ever listen. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> did, did you learn something? Do you feel yeah. like you learned something? <laughs> learned how to handle the boards in there with Adler a little bit. There you okay. go. Yeah, he yeah. actually yeah. filled in. Yeah. He did a great job. I was you actually did. on the phone 
in the car parked outside the beach house talking to him, being like, all right, yeah, that was good, you know, whatever. Good, great job. He did a really, really great job. Was he reluctant him. to take that responsibility? <laughs> I, a, li- a little bit. Right. But uh, he was very technically. <laughs> had her screaming, do a wipe. Do a wipe. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, very, did a great job. Did really you, did. you think, so you think he's, he, he can handle that kind of thing? Yes. I, now, I can kind of tell. Did you spend a lot of time on computers as a kid, kind of growing up? Uh, yeah. I, what tipped you on that? <laughs> Good night, Greg. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, he couldn't be there's, just, un- there's Uncle Greg. He's sitting right next to you, buddy. He's sitting you, right next to you. Let's say you stood. Not, let's took you and, and put you beside Speedy. Who's the most better in computers? I would pick you. <laughs> just from looking. This way, trust Just from looking. I'm talking about just from looking. I would looking. say he's not even a full arm's distance from you. Yeah. Well, he's, Greg, I mean, you can't Greg, would you say you wouldn't be reluctant to select him? He walks in the door and you go, I bet he's pretty good with computers. That's Come true. Come on. Yeah, you do. That's not a, I mean, insult. That, it's not a dig. It's not Except it, when it comes to dating it's, women. It's like when I <laughs> It's like if I walk in the door, you know what the first thing you say? I bet he can lift something. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he can help me move a cow. I bet he can carry a box. <laughs> so Sorry, Alex. When I walk in, they go, I bet he knows a good place to eat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Megan, where's a good place for dinner? Are you okay? Did did uh, did he hurt your feelings? Is he okay? I'm going to oh, cry after the show. I've yeah. been aggravating so, him since day one. He's a good sport. So how, how did you kind of handle, like, you know, Adler said, you know, coming into this culture, it was you know there's there's an adjustment you know everybody ha- you know hacks on each other it's a pretty rough place to be it's a little locker room yeah did you did you have a, a time adjusting to that not really I mean I've been around locker rooms and I have friends that kind of dig at me sometimes so yeah. okay. it wasn't a difficult of a transition yeah and, and and if I remember right you came to this to the show through um, the Wednesday Bible study one of the guys in there told me about you and you and I had lunch and you said you wanted to intern. Is that how that, did, exactly. I, did I remember yes, that right? Oh, yes. good deal. Well, how about that? It wasn't the peanut guy, was it? No, it wasn't the peanut guy. It was Jerry. Jerry's a legend. <laughs> legend. What's Jerry. the most? Still rocking the long hair. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I know Jerry. Yeah. What's the most memorable thing that happened on the show or something? You were like, oh, I was there that day. Or is there something that, that you're going to take from here, like a big, big topic on the show or a big day or something you were involved with? <laughs> it's kind of a loaded question. It man. is. Mm-hmm. I would be reluctant. Oh, can I, to can I that? rephrase that a little bit? You had to have some expectation of what it was going to be That's like. It. What has been the biggest surprise doing it and being here now that you've been here? Just how relaxed it is behind the scenes. <laughs> it's not overly <laughs> professional, is it? <laughs> Good answer. You thought it'd be more professional, and we get that. And I think it's a compliment. <laughs> you, you're a little, you're a little shocked that like there's a lot of people waiting on the next segment. We're in there messing with the food, going to the bathroom, talking, walking around. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. The, did wow. so. Very it's reluctant to answer. If somebody were, but to Bubba's point, if somebody were, because this is, I don't know what's happening, but if not, it will. Oh, you worked at Rick and Bubba for how long? You were here for four months. Four months, <laughs> and, and I know you were reluctant, reluctant to tell me, but but he don't want us let it out. But. But but you Several, you didn't seem this bashful during the time you were here. I think like you're you, all over this. This is a, a whole new it is. way to present. It. I would I, I like it. I, I yeah. think I can make you a star. I yes. think so. Yes, Robbie. But, but Robbie, Robbie, not going to make this happen. So <laughs> so the um uh and and Aniana is a great jump jumping place from right is. there. But the um they're going to ask you. So you were there. What is it like there? And what would you say? A locker room. Okay. 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 Now, um, what would you say about Uncle Greg? What would you say about him? 
Speaking mm. of Greg and the We're breaks, good friends. Uh, speaking of Greg and, and like how everybody. we talk during the breaks, he did sign an NDA, right, guys? A yeah. non-disclosure agreement. Okay. <laughs> you, know, uh, yeah. you know what he's going to do? He's going to come out and reluctantly write uh, uh, unauthorized autobiography about this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm it'll take him forever to get it done. Right. Yeah. I'm reluctant to do this, but I'm writing a, sh- a book about my time at the show. <laughs> That's good. Well, you did a good job. Great I mean, job. actually, you were very dependable. Call screening and the work you did in there on the YouTube side with Adler, you you post done, show stuff, post show. Yeah, you've really done it. Show prep. Job. He would have you. it ready. Yeah, no. I, I think you'll do well. Thank yeah. you. You might want to start behind the scenes and work your way uh, to being no, on the air. I think you got a star right there. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think with it, you know, don't try to be anything you're not. So I think the Reluctant Sports Show that's, host. Reluctant Sports Network, yeah. RSN. That, 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 that's got yeah. some potential. Are you writing this down? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you leave today with your degree from Rick and Bubba University in Common Sense. May you walk out with that superpower and with that degree and change the world. No pressure. <laughs> All right. I know right. you'll be reluctant to do that, but we need to. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Musk uh, has, has taken over. Uh, he is rolling out the, uh, the evidence. Here comes the money. Here we go. Uh, the proof is there, and here is uh, Dan Bongino uh, with some of his response on what is now out. All you media clowns and goons and nuts who told me I was the crazy conspiracy theorist, tell me we live in a free country where three of the largest social media platforms that are the new public space we can all talk in, when an opinion guy like me cannot speak on these platforms or is restricted from doing so or banned in the case of YouTube, shadow banned in the case of Twitter. Tell me again how we live in a free country. You're the fourth estate. You're supposed to protect this stuff. You guys have a constitutional carve-out, the freedom of the press. It's literally written in the Constitution. And what do you do? You ignored this story the entire time. It's the biggest story of our time, the mass shadow banning of conservatives going on in this country by this big tech consortium right now. Yeah, And Rick, what he's talking about, Elon pledged that he was going to get to the bottom of what had been going on at Twitter, make it public, Mm -hmm. and his quote was, the inmates were running the asylum. Correct. He also called out the former safety czar and confirms right-wing accounts were suspended when no rules were broken after the bombshell Twitter Twitter files were exposed, and he called it Soviet-level censorship. And and you were talking about that, uh, and that kind of thing changes elections. They it changes public opinion. Well, and and the thing that has to really bother you, it and all this still is that same theme you're talking about, Bubba. But like you mentioned, I mean, here we are trying to get all the information we could possibly get on something like the pandemic. We wanted to hear all the scientists, all the doctors, all the points of view, and what they would do. They would pick and choose what points of view you were able to hear and the ones that they didn't want you to hear, they decided what you and I should and should not hear. Uh, and, and, and unfortunately they designed that based on their preferred narrative, which, now, which Elon, makes it even worse. Elon also in this seemed to clear Jack Dorsey, who was the CEO. Mm-hmm. He said controversial decisions were often made without getting Jack's approval, and he was unaware of systematic bias. The inmates were running the asylum, as I said before. So he, in some ways, are, is clearing Jack Dorsey, but I, I don't believe Jack Dorsey did not know what's going on, because if he did, he... 
Well, maybe it was worse than he, he thought. Wasn't, or, yeah. Now, look, he may have said, handle it, handle it. Don't tell me what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, you know, it's kind of like a few good men. You know, were you either guilty or were you a clown that didn't know what was going well, on? Well, here's what you, you know? want to know. You want to know what he knew and when he and knew. And when he knew it. That's, that's it. what I want to know. Uh, that's it. But like that, that, I want to know, Rick, what he knew and when he knew it. Amen. <laughs> so these Twitter files, <laughs> one of them, they are confirming that the Stanford uh, professor of medicine – I can't say his last name, but it's, I'll say Dr. J, uh, and because that really is his name, J-A-Y, uh, but I can't pronounce his, his last name. Oh, well, he, he was saying things like, I disagree with how Fauci and the guidance he's given us with the COVID-19 policies. Uh, I believe that, that the, the, this approach is going to harm children. I believe some of these things are doing more harm than good. And Twitter, the, when, when, they, when they exposed these files, he was under a group called Blacklisted. For COVID information. Yeah, well, so many people it, were, it, and this guy, not allowed, not I don't allowed know how you say his first name, it's Y-O-E-L, Roth, mm-hmm. was the global head of trust and safety at Twitter. Musk said on Thursday he highlighted a 2017 tweet in which Roth referred to the Trump White House as being full of actual Nazis. I know. Now that's the guy deciding what should get to go through and shouldn't. I know. Well, and here's the here's where it's going to get ugly. And this professor I'm talking about, it's by his, the way, he's been showed the road too. Yeah, it's his theory. Uh, he believes, and and I think you'll hear Dan Bongino saying the same thing. What what's now going to happen is we're going to start seeing it, and it may or may not be proven. Let me be clear. But one thing that 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 is possible in all this. It's bad that the social platform was doing it. We know that. Right. That's now official. That's not a, a theory. We have the proof. We have their but own what, emails. But right? here, but here's this: Are we going to discover that it, that they also were getting direction from the government on what they should do? Well, there's there's also been hints of that in this. I know that the government uh, that was in place was using them, and they were following instruction from the government. Shut these or people from down. The Democrats. From the from the sorry, I mean the Democrats. Shut these people down. Take their voice away. Don't let that on. And they, and they were they were compliant, so so anyway uh, that's that. But that's why to Dan's point, that's why the founders put freedom of the press in there. They are supposed to protect us from the government. They're not supposed to be in cahoots with the government. And uh, and that's and that's that's where you got a dangerous deal. And and I like you know Dan said this last night. I thought he said look you know I love Fox News. I'm glad it's here. But if you think that having Fox News and the and talk radio is is enough to push back what they have access to. It's just not. And from what I understand, in the weeks before the Hunter Biden Apparently. story coming out, the FBI was having weekly meetings with big tech telling them that there's going to be some fake news, there's going to be false misinformation coming out regarding specifically Hunter Biden. From what I understand, big tech weekly meetings uh, you're with correct. the FBI you're correct. in the weeks leading up before Hunter Biden story broke. Back again. And you know why? Because they had the laptop. Remember the guy from the shop called them. It ended up mm-hmm. with the FBI. That's right. So they knew good and well what was on it, what was going to come out. So then they started a campaign with social media hand in hand saying, don't put this out. Don't put this out. Which, which Bubba, this... Do y'all know what 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 kind of government you're under when the government is in cahoots with the press and they control what the press and can and cannot say? Hey, 
it's Rick and Bubba. Enjoy the weekend. Now, Monday, a brand new edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick, it will be a big and busy show. We'll recap the weekend. The 12 working days of Christmas are still in play. Day number eight, you got to be listening to win. All on Monday's edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.